Hey, this is Royce from Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Are you in the market trying to find a great gift and not sure what to do? Why don't you check out my friends at Artisans Woodwork 73? They are your one-stop shop for all of your wood needs. They do handmade cutting boards, cheese boards, stovetop covers, you name it, he can make it. So why don't you check them out, artisanswoodwork73.com. And if you use the promo code, hashtag Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can get up to 10% off your order. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to take this opportunity to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got your great cup of joe and you're ready to go. Refresh. Refresh means to give new strength or energy to or reinvigorate. When's the last time you heard that you need a fresh start or that you may need to refresh something? You know, we hear it all the time. It's time to wipe the slate clean. It's time to start fresh. It's time to start over. A time for a new beginning sometimes means closing the doors to something to open doors to others. Having a refresh can be positive or negative depending on our circumstances. That leads us to starting over. A fresh start could be indicative of a new home, a failed business, going back to school, dropping out of college, going broke, or becoming wealthy. It's all a fresh start. But as people, we don't always view it as a fresh start as inherently good. But why is that? Because we're often starting over with nothing, which means it's challenging to transform from something new, and new can be scary. But just because we're starting fresh doesn't mean we have to give up on everything. In fact, it is better to build up a new home upon a solid foundation than it is to build it on shaky ground. The truth is that you and I can gain a fresh start without throwing away everything. In fact, God utilized our greatest strengths while working on us to overcome our weaknesses. And the examples of that is he did it with David, he did it with Moses, and he did it with Paul. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, it says, But forget all that is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, you have already began but you do not see it. I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I will create rivers in the dry wastelands. God's given us an opportunity for a fresh start. He didn't strip us entirely of what we're made of. Our lives are changing drastically, but we are still true to ourselves. His plans for us will change our lives forever. But we are nervous about choosing that fresh start, and we're nervous about what God has laid out before us. But when we choose a fresh start, we know that we can do great things with the Lord. Sometimes God gives us an opportunity to restart, but don't be afraid to take advantage of it. Sometimes refreshing starts with simply having a refreshed perspective on the world around you. Maybe you just need a fresh vision a fresh vision can be clarity, planning, blueprints, future success, or wisdom. Too often we find ourselves stuck in a rut. We walk to one end looking for a way out, only to find ourselves turned around. 
And if we don't have the vision on how we're going to climb out of this rut, we don't have the vision to understand why we got stuck in the rut in the first place. So without change, we're bound to repeat the process. And if you think about it, all right, let's look at it. A fresh vision is clarity, planning, blueprints, future success, and wisdom. And if what's laying in front of you is cloudy and you can't see it, you don't have the clarity. And just like I said, if you are in a rut and you're trying to get out of that rut and you realize you went to one end to the other, you turned around, you, you don't have a plan to get out of that rut. But I'm telling you, without us changing, we're always bound to repeat the process. So you know what? It's time to climb out this rut that we're in. It's time to start with a refreshed vision and refocusing on God. A rut can represent a repetitive lifestyle that doesn't offer us a challenge. It also doesn't interest us anymore. We've become complacent. Usually this is a sign that it's time to grow and expand our visions. But if you're in a rut, you may see the sign that you've already seen bigger challenges lay ahead of you. The challenge could come from expanding and deepening, deepening your vision. So wipe off the windshield so you can see where you're heading and why you're heading there. As you go through the journey of life that you're currently on, it's important to have a clear vision or to clear your vision, I should say, of distractions, obstacles, and objections. Because here's the deal. Life is going to throw us obstacles. But if we have a clear path and our eyes are open and we're able to see what's in front of us, we know how to overcome it. Okay? We got to be able to climb out of the rut. To restart, to have a refresh, to, to do this in our lives means that we have to have some changes that goes on. Some people are willing to do this. Some people are not. Because some people are afraid of that change. Some people don't want to acknowledge the fact that what they're doing is not working. I mean, there is countless people that we know, and there's people in your own lives that you know that you've often probably said to yourself, hey, you know what? They just need a fresh start. They just need to be able to have that slate clean so they can have that fresh start. Well, they can have that. They can have that if they're willing to turn their life around, if they're willing to follow what God has planned for us. Because once we refresh our vision for the road ahead, we must also rekindle or refresh our fire. To refresh our fire is to, to be strengthened in what remains, to ensure that your foundation is sturdy and you'll be able to sustain you for the long haul. Through the processes of tempering, steel and other metals are put through intense heat so they are purified and strengthened. And as the heat is applied, the impurities come to the surface and they're removed to leave the pure metal. Increasing the hardness of this metal can reduce through the fire. However, the flexibility under pressure and as it increases, this will cause the overall strength to rise. And it will be bent to face the adversities, but it will not break. There are times in our lives where we go through the fires and pressures are on us and everything around us becomes comfortable. 
But when that physical element, that, that physical hardship, that relational change, that spiritual dryness, sometimes will test the core of our, our persons. And that fire brings the impurities to the surface. But each of us must choose to remove them from our lives. The fire breaks us down and, and, and creates our own hardness, but there is still strength in learning to be flexible. Although these fires are not desirable, but when we submit our own lives to the will of the Holy Spirit, then we can begin to expose the impurities in our lives and reduce the hardness, giving us the strength to be flexible and for the purpose that God has for our own life. We will always face adversities, but if we're willing to follow the Lord, we will not break. I've said this numerous times on, on different episodes, talking about being forged in the fire, about the pressure, about it, all of it that takes place. I believe that happens every day in our lives because it is strengthening us and it is bringing that impurities out. Because think about it this way. If you have impurities inside of you, okay, I'm talking uh, sin nature, impurities. Let's bring that to the surface. Let's get it taken away from you because then you can focus on being strong and flexible and determined and focused for the Lord. All right. God wants us to follow his plan and to trust him and have hope and have faith. Okay. So don't give up. Don't give up. Now, as refreshing the fire requires us to feed of the kindling of the flames, we too must feed ourselves in order to be refreshed and be uh, revitalized in our bodies and our minds and our spirits. But how do we do this? This requires manna, a fresh provision, a fresh thought, and a fresh idea, a new idea that can only be found within the word of God. Manna is daily. God provides manna to the children of Israel during the 40 years that they're wandering through the wilderness. It appears each morning along the side of the morning dew and where the Israelites go and they gather it and the, the manna is nourishment for them for the day. But those who tried to hoard the manna for the next day woke up to a worm infested mess with the exceptions of to the sixth day, which the Israelites gathered enough manna to last them through the Sabbath. God provided this manna to meet their physical needs, but we also remind them that we need to have more than just the bread of life. They need God. We need God. We're spiritually hungry. We're physically hungry, but our needs will be met. They will be met because God will meet our needs. Now, as I've said multiple times, and I'll repeat it once again, timing is everything. God's timing is different than our timing. So when we want something and we want it now, we have to understand we have to depend on God. And God has never been late. He's always right on time. He's right where he needs to be, and he provides what he needs for us. Psalms 23 promises that because the Lord is my shepherd, I will have everything that I need. Just as Israel counted on daily manna ordered to survive and push through the journey, God wants us to depend on him daily. His provisions show up when we need them and not before. And when I try to secure today of what I think I'll need tomorrow, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because God wants me to trust him 
each day for that day's needs. I was created to rely on him. You were, you were created to rely on him also. Manna can be unusual. The word itself loosely translate to what is this? I'm not sure what the Hebrew expected when Moses told them that they would see God's glory in the morning, but they didn't expect on what they found. Sometimes I didn't recognize God's provisions either. It doesn't look like they, they were even expecting it. But we should never expect it, but we should always be looking for it, I should say. Because trusting in the Lord daily is what we were created for, is what we need to do. We don't need to hoard up today and carry it over to tomorrow because tomorrow is a new day. A tomorrow is a brand new day. It's a brand new chapter. It's a brand new adventure in our life. It depends on what you're going to do with that adventure. What are you going to do with, with the road that lays ahead of you? Are you going to walk through it blindly? Are you going to walk through it not trusting in God and just say, eh, I'll just do whatever, whatever comes my way. But when you get stuck in that rut, what's the first thing you do? You start blaming God. God, why am I here? Why is this? Why is this happening to me? What did you do to me? And all along, it's been you. It's been you every step of the way. Because you don't want to put the faith. You don't want to put the trust. You don't want to seek God daily. Because we've been distracted by the world. Been distracted by the technology, the social medias, the social environments, the political environments, the world environments. We have been so distracted that we've taken the focus and the priority off of following God and listening to God daily to listening to God every once in a while. You know, I'll do it maybe on Sundays because, you know, I got to go to church on Sunday. So eh, that's a good time to do this. Not really, because now what you have done is you've pushed God off for six days. And then on the seventh day, when you're at church, you're expecting him just to open up the heavens and pour out all these blessings on you because you know what? You are a good little boy or girl that went to church. But those six days, you ignored God. And see, you can't do that. We have too many people in this world today that want to, number one, stomp out God. They don't want that. They don't want to hear about Jesus. They won't, don't want to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. They just want to stomp all this out because if I get rid of this thing, this Christianity thing, then my life will be better because I can depend on myself. I can, I can um, worship this and that and the other, and it's just going to provide my needs. Well, here's the thing. That's temporarily, temporarily on this earth. That is temporary. We cannot fully rely on this world because we're not a part of this world. If you're a child of God, if you're a follower of Christ, you're only a visitor because your citizenship does not say anywhere in this world. Your citizenship is a part of heaven. You are a citizen of heaven. You're one of God's children. But on this earth, yes, we have to go through this earth. We are going to see ups and downs. We're going to see good days and bad days. We're going to have people coming at us from every corner of the world. But at the end of the day, as long as we stand fast and we have the word and we carry in our heart and we pray daily and we seek the Lord's guidance, he will protect us. There will be a hedge of protection around us. See, that's what we have to understand. 
The world's not getting any easier, ladies and gentlemen. The world's getting tougher. The economy is tanking, okay? There is a political um, environment right now that's toxic in this country. There is a social environment that's very toxic in this country. You have kids killing kids. You have cops killing people. You have people killing cops. You have people robbing and knocking each other down and beating each other up in the streets for no reason. Just because they want to do it. We live in a world full of chaos. But today, are you not glad that you can close the doors? You can find the quietness that you and God can speak. And if you're listening to this episode today and you don't know God and you don't know his son Jesus and the free pardon of sin, I pray that today will be the day that you decide that you want a fresh start. You want to clear the slate and become a child of God by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it can be done. It can be done today. But you have to take that first step. You have to acknowledge what is in your life is not pleasing to God that it's sin and that you want to make a change and then do the acceptance accepting call out to him and accepting and then allow him to change your life so today listen for divine directions get the big picture you might find it helpful to step back and see your your role and your journey and how it fits into the big picture of God's plan Also, reset your expectations. Set realistic timelines. Let God do only what he can do. Okay? Becoming a child of God, turning your life over, starting to follow Jesus, you will start to see the big picture. All right? We don't know what God has truly planned for every one of us, but we can get glimpses of these plans, and we can get uh, little visions of these plans that keeps us moving in the right direction. All right. And my expectations, my expectations is whatever the Lord feels like I deserve, then I deserve. I never expect, I, I never ask for any more than what I deserve. Because honestly, if you look at it and we, we get down to the brass tacks of this thing, none of us is worthy of anything from God. Because we are all sinners that were saved through grace. Because a man named Jesus went to the cross and died in our place. Because in the book of Romans, it tells us the wages of sin is death. And that's what we should have been uh, paid is death for our sins. But life is eternal through the Lord Jesus Christ because he went to the cross. Okay. So remember that God is on our side. And if he is on our side, who or what can possibly come against us? Who or what can come against us? So in closing, I pray that today, if you decide to make a fresh start, I pray today will be the the best great uh, restart that you've ever done. And I pray that, that when you turn it over to God, that he will take you, he will love you, he will hold you. And he will help put you on the path. Okay? So all we can do is restart, shake off the old, and just follow the Lord. 
So I want to thank all of you for listening today. Thank you so much for taking time and, and to listen to this episode. Um, I want to invite all of you to come and uh, check out the website, jesusandacupofjoe.com. Um, we have all of the episodes of the podcast is on there. Plus, there is a uh, merchandise store um, and a donation uh, button and some various uh, sponsorships and stuff of that nature. So come check that out. Subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and share us with your friends and family. Also, if you have the Wisdom app, which is on either Apple or uh, Google stores, you can download it. In Jesus and a Cup of Joe, I try to do daily live uh, little devotionals, either if I'm coming to work or, or going home. So if you want to take a listen, um, there is a live audience feed where you can be a part of this show if you want to. That's completely up to you. All right. So once again, thank you guys so much for, for listening. Um, and I hope and pray you do have a fresh start and you have a great new perspective and uh, just remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.